0: Hello, hello, this is the CritCast, the casual movie review podcast, and I'm Ross. Here at the CritCast, we like to think that movies can be both art and entertainment. This time, we find ourselves looking at a movie that, again, demonstrates just how important it is for a movie to have a little bit of both. In DC's latest attempt at their extended universe, Wonder Woman. First off, it's a great attempt. Wonder Woman is a good movie, and no one is more shockingly pleased to say that than me. DC hasn't had a great run of movies so far, at least in terms of critical reception, so it's wonderful to see an entry that is unambiguously good and worthy of praise. Although, I will admit that it's kind of an insult to say that Wonder Woman is the best DC movie so far because that kinda implies that it's a low bar to clear. Make no mistake, Wonder Woman is good and it's good because it did not make any of the mistakes that the previous DC movies made, and that is what's most important here. In DC's fourth extended universe movie, and yes, I am counting Man of Steel as part of this movie canon, Gal Gadot plays Diana Prince, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, as we learn the origin of that one lady with the awesome theme song who appeared at the end of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Sculpted from clay and given life by the Queen of the Amazons, Diana's tranquil world is thrown into question when Steve Trevor, played by Captain Kirk, crash lands on her no-boys-allowed island. Learning of the Great War to end all wars, but not really, she sets out to save the world of men. And then she kinda learns a thing or two about the nature of man? And with this newfound knowledge and experience, she has her beliefs challenged? And it's the central narrative of the movie to learn how she and everyone else deals with these beliefs in a world where not everything is so clear-cut and dry? I actually understand what's going on in this movie and she's not stopped by someone saying that her mom's name was martha and this movie only has one first act instead of five how can this be a dc movie i kid but all of that and more has been the problem with all the dc movies before wonder woman before wonder woman i could have easily been labeled as a shill for marvel because of how much i like those movies i'm a big fan of superhero movies in general they're fun, colorful movies that occasionally demonstrate the right amount of artistry to rise above being mere popcorn fodder. And the whole shared universe idea is actually turning out to be more than a franchise money-making gimmick. It's being shown that it can be used as a form of long-form storytelling, using characters we've learned and grown with. The DC movies have had trouble with that last part. Namely, DC couldn't make us care about their characters by shoving them into a franchise. And also, the tones of their movies were never great. Oh, and they were also prone to being hacked to pieces through executive meddling and post-production shenanigans. Wonder Woman ditches all of that shit and just delivers a movie that's confident, straightforward, and knows how to treat its characters and story without getting its head stuck up its own ass. Before the reviews of Wonder Woman started rolling in about how good it was, there was one bit of news that did more to inspire confidence in this movie than all others. There was a report that said that there would be no extra scenes, deleted or otherwise, for the DVD version of Wonder Woman. Specifically, director Patty Jenkins said that when asked for cut scenes for the DVD, she didn't have any. That means everything she wanted on screen is there, and it's implied that it's all exactly how she thinks it should be. This was great news to me, because that implied that her directorial vision for Wonder Woman made it through the production almost entirely intact. It meant that no one was fucking around with the movie to make it pleasing to test audiences or because some executive board wanted the movie to resemble another popular movie. It meant that she wasn't holding anything back just to boost DVD sales. Yes, Wonder Woman is a big studio tentpole, but some amount of artistry was making through to the final product, and perhaps that was the driving force behind the whole thing. That is what I want. I want the art to drive the entertainment instead of the business driving it. Now don't get me wrong, this isn't high art here. This isn't some high-minded metaphorical affair about a gay teen coming, a- coming of age or something. This is a more or less standard superhero origin story. The art I'm talking about here is the art of crafting a coherent story with clear, understandable character and narrative arcs. This is the art of making a complete 3 x structure that doesn't feel the need to maintain a franchise or shoehorn in a universe-building elements for the sake of a movie in the future. This is the art of understanding what tone a movie should carry, and how not to make moments that contradict it. This is the art of knowing exactly what a character is, and treating them with equal amounts of reverence and modern sensibilities. I think the direction director Patty Jenkins and screenplay writer Alan Heinberg took with Wonder Woman is also a big step up from previous DC movies because they understand what made the character work and what kind of world she needs to inhabit to work. Wonder Woman doesn't work in the dark and dour world that the DC universe has kind of saddled itself with, for better or worse. The same can be said for Superman and, a lesser extent, Batman. Wonder Woman is a comic book character who, like Superman, is supposed to be aspirational, not realistic. She's more than human, and while she can be put through human trials and tribulations, she's at her best when she rises above it. The movie doesn't feel the need to burden her character with undue emotional weight for the sake of realism, but that doesn't mean she's not challenged or conflicted. In Wonder Woman, everything is a little on the cartoon side, and that's okay. That's the kind of tone these movies needed. Wonder Woman is allowed to be a bit of a naive goof as in Amazon, the real world, Then she's allowed to be a cool superhero in the action bits. In the beginning, she's all save the day and defeat all the bad guys. But in the end, not so much. I think it's in these multiple moments of seeing the different sides of Wonder Woman and how she grows that we better understand her and better accept where she ends up in the end. It doesn't matter that it's not all serious and realistic. It just matters that we understand the character, what they're doing, and why. Better yet... We understand it and empathize with it on a more basic and emotional level. When the movie asks for us to care about what happens to Wonder Woman or what decisions she makes, we we care. When a big old action or fight set piece breaks out, we care. And that's all that's really necessary. Speaking of action scenes, I have to admit that Wonder Woman is kinda on the weak side in that department. At least in terms of presentation. There's a lot of speed ramping in this movie which is that speed-up, slow-down technique that was really popularized by 300. I can't say that it was good seeing it again so much. It's not a bad thing, but it feels outdated. It's also sometimes very hard to follow when the scenes aren't being punched up by CGI. Also, it becomes very apparent that DC may have made a mistake in giving Wonder Woman the theme song that she has in the movies. Uh, Don't get me wrong, I actually like her heavy drums, electric guitar theme song. It's super cool. But it's completely impossible to transition to it without it being completely jarring. When the rest of the soundtrack is orchestral music and more period-appropriate songs, having this jamming guitar riff come out of nowhere for a fight is really abrupt and weird. I guess it's also impossible to talk about Wonder Woman at this point without doing what my generation of internet people always do and address what may or may not be politics, and social issues in this movie. Yes, Wonder Woman could be read as a more feminist-oriented superhero movie, or a feminist movie in general. I'm not opposed to that in any way. I'm not one of those people who says that politics should stay out of their blank because art is inherently political anyway. Humans make art, and humans have opinions about the world. Therefore, any and all art will have some degree of politics in it. I'm also not one of those assholes who would bitch about, say, a theater chain having one or two women-only screenings of Wonder Woman at one theater. That would be embarrassing. But getting back on track, if you're worried about them dirty feminist politics dirtying up your children's comic book movie, don't be. Wonder Woman expresses its gender politics sparingly so as not to overwhelm the central narrative of the movie, which is Diana's journey through the world. When it does bring up the whole gender politics thing, it's for cute laughs and it's not so blunt that you can't let it roll off your back like a well-adjusted adult. In fact, I appreciated how many different ways Wonder Woman portrays the idea of a man's world as opposed to the women's only Amazon Island. Sometimes it's directly addressed as being male-oriented and other times it's generally about the world of humanity in general and still other times it's about one person specifically. It's a nice fair way to deal with an issue that was going to come up no matter what the movie did anyway. I think there are two pieces of big praise I can give Wonder Woman. One, Wonder Woman is a good superhero movie that stands on its own two feet with a strong directorial voice, care for its story, and respect for its characters. And two, Wonder Woman is so good that I am now willing to give the other upcoming DC movies some chance rather than no chance. I hope DC learns its lesson with the success of Wonder Woman and it puts its focus on characters and story over imitation and franchise building. I hope Marvel learns that it really needs to accelerate production on a female superhero movie. And I especially hope that this means we'll be getting more big budget tentpole movies with diverse voices behind the camera in addition to diverse voices in front of it. Y'all have a good day now.